This is Dr. Jose Saldivar, again here with the FYE podcast. Joining me today are... Cynthia Saldivar, First Year Experience Coordinator. Kristen Croyle, Vice President for Student Success and Professor in Psychological Science. Jose Alaniz, First Year Student at UTRGV. Thank you all for joining me today. Um, I've invited you all here today so that we could have a really good conversation about being thankful. I think given where we're at in the year, um, I know we've all had a busy, busy semester. It's been a busy year. And rarely, I think, within the workspace and within the an academic setting do we get time to kind of just stop and reflect and think about you know, sort of where we are at, where we're at, um, how we feel about the year, and what is it that we're most grateful and thankful for. And so I'm just going gonna to throw it out there. Um, either of you, any of you can, can take the... the first stab at it, but what is it that, you know, this time of the year that you are most grateful or thankful for? Most grateful. That one's easy <laughs> because I'm always most grateful for my family, for my kids and my husband and my parents and the, the, the gifts that they, they give me every day. So most thankful, totally easy, especially thinking about it during the holidays because mm-hmm. we have lots and lots of Christmas traditions. So I plan far in advance. I'm thinking, you know what? What is it that they're going to want to celebrate this year, and how are we going to want to pull that together? So, uh, through November and December, I'm thinking about my kids and and how to how to bring that kind of enjoyment and magic of Christmas to them, and and how to celebrate our lives together. Nice. And and I should I should say they're 19 and 15. Oh wow. Okay. Thank you. Jose, how about you? Um, I have to say as well, my family. So thankful for them. Those provide either support or whatever I need. Uh, my family needs. The family is always there for for one when you need them the most. And if something goes bad during any time of the year, you can always go back to them because they will always be there because they're family. Nice. Thank you, Cynthia. Family, right? That's, that's <laughs> you know. Um, I have, most grateful, right? Right. That's, that's, that's on the top of the you list. Know, because I, you know, I have a five-year-old and. Um, I have so much support from like my mom, my brothers, even extended family. We're just such a close-knit family. There's no way I could do it without them. So around this time, it's, it's, we were joking around earlier that we have my Christmas tree up because there's this, just this magic where everybody just takes a pause and is just happy and thankful for each other. So, like, how do we keep that magic, like, the rest of the months when everything seems to be going crazy and hectic and just stressed out? The summer, especially, is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and, I, and I think that, that's a great point, right? Uh, you know, we started the program off by talking about where we're at, the point of the year. And sometimes I feel like we don't spend enough time thinking about those things that we're most grateful for, most thankful for, right? The holidays naturally lend themselves to that time for where we can pause and reflect and think about, okay, I'm going to see my family. How do I, you know, make the most, and we've got all of these traditions and make the most of the time that I have with them. But I feel like sometimes or rarely do we, do we pause and reflect enough about those things that we're grateful for, thankful for. You know, I, I'm obviously, I'm grateful for my family and and my wife and, and, and extended family and spending time with them. But I think for me this year more than any year I think uh, I'm really grateful and thankful for my for work 
and for my job and kind of the the meaning that it gives me or that it gives to, to my life. And I've, I've been working with this institution or, or one of the legacy institutions now. This is my 16th year. And I don't know that I've been as thankful as I have been this year. And I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just a change of perspective and if it's, you know, I'm working more closely with a lot of my colleagues um, because of the of the, the workspace. But yeah, I, I uh, you know, I'm really grateful for that and thankful for that. And so, I, you know, I, I don't know, I, I wish I, I um, had more time to kind of reflect on that. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for this time also to do that, but... You know, like you said, I wish I carry that over throughout the year, throughout you know, beyond just the holiday season. Um, I don't know. What do you all think? I think the time lends itself to be grateful for the family because it's it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like you're thankful for things, uh, your family, like what ha- what has happened to you up to this point, and then there's Christmas, so you get to be here with your family again. And it's a longer period, and y'all all together. Uh, the other holiday, I would say it's Easter. But mm-hmm. it's like really few holidays where you get to be with your family and you get to be thankful. Because if it were to be another time of the year, per se, summer, you're thankful because you're out of work, you're out of school. <laughs> and you're, like, you're free to do whatever you want. Yeah. If it were to be, I don't know, February, around Super Bowl, you're thankful because your team is going to the Super Bowl <laughs> and it's about to win. Uh, I think it's... It's the time of the year just to be thankful for the family. So just the time lends itself then. Yeah. Okay. Also, since you you know you you've taken that um, as a student, what is it that you're thankful for? Um, this is your this is your and just to provide context, you said in your introduction, your first year student. This is your first semester. So. That's a lot of changes. That's a lot of changes. So take, taking the time and just, you know, and, and feel free to pass. But we will come back to you. But if, <laughs> if, if you want to think about it, right, if you had to reflect on it, what are you most thankful for as a student at this point? Um, I'll probably say the new experiences. It's something totally new. Coming from high school to college, it's a totally different experience. It's not being from eight to four in a, in classrooms, just walking five minutes between classes, going to the class every day, the single the same schedule. From where to here, you get to make your own schedule. You take care of your own time. You decide what to do. How do you spend your time? You need to be careful because if you don't plan your time correctly, you're not you're probably not gonna do what do you think or you want to do because some things just come up the road and you go do something that you hadn't planned. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, but it's the risk. You're in the time where you can take chances because you're not in school all the time. You're in school just a few times a day, like throughout the day, just a few sessions, but you get to do the most out of your day. And that's, I'm thankful for that. So for the opportunity, for that flexibility and... and Yes. Okay, okay. Um... Dr. Croyle. I, I, I remember my, my first day as an undergrad. I hope you always remember your first day as an undergrad. I was so excited. <laughs> I was just super excited. And I was living on campus, and I remember walking from the dorms to my first class and just, like, 
sun was shining, I assume. I remember that my memory is so sunny. I assume this was shining. Um, and I was, I was really excited to have, I, I had this feeling of, of intellectual freedom. Like here I could make choices about what I want to study and I can, it was about learning. And high school didn't always feel like it was about learning, right? Yeah. Yeah. About passing, memorizing for that test and then you forget it. <laughs> Three weeks later, you don't know what the exam was about. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt a lot of, uh, like many people do at those ages, I felt a lot of social pressures as a high school student that to fit into the right group or look the right way and I never quite was able to figure out how to do that. Mm -hmm. So it was a, it was a stressful not always about learning experience and I had this and going to the institution that I intended as an undergrad at that time had about 25,000 students so it's roughly the size of UTRGV and even just walking to my first class there's all these different people and they all look different and they're all there to learn. It was just so exciting. <laughs> and it's, it's great to be able to look back on that memory and think about how, what the kind of opportunities that our students have at the same time. All these different people, all looking and doing different things and having different values and life experiences and families and backgrounds, and they're all here to learn. It's pretty awesome. And thank you for sharing you know, your, your experience as an undergrad. Now, I, immediately I thought, how has that shaped your role, your position? Because you know you you play a very important position here at this university. Um, student success and making sure our students are successful, and and we can define success in any number of ways. But but clearly you had you had a really positive undergraduate experience. Mm -hmm. How has that experience shaped or informed your role now as vice president? Well, you heard what I was excited about, right? Yeah. yeah. I was excited because we were all there to learn. Yeah. And that's still my primary driver, that for a student to have a really great experience, they have to have, first, mm -hmm. a great learning experience. And there are many things around that that support their identity and their development in transitioning for many of our students into adulthood, although we have many students, of course, who have transitioned many years ago yeah. into adulthood. But how to help people, these, uh, our students learn both their content and learn about themselves, the power that they have in the world, and how to use what they're learning and that power to make change and make a difference. It's all... Yeah, I still consider it to be really exciting. Universities are exciting. It sounds exciting and, and scary. That sounds like a lot, a lot to, to deal with that you're juggling with, right? Um, Work-wise, uh -huh. um, what are you thankful for? <laughs> you mean not every moment is exciting? <laughs> uh, I'm a, a lot of things. Uh, so this morning, for example, I met with uh, several staff and some students who are agitating to push the university in a particular direction. They come and say, the university is not serving us in the way that you need, that you need to serve us. And not just us, serving this group of students that they're trying to advocate for. Mm -hmm. And I'm incredibly grateful for students like that. And if they want to say, y'all are failing us, if they really think that, I'm grateful that they feel the ability to come forward and say, you, you need to do something different. And it's both about that issue that I'm, I'm grateful for students who stand up for each other. 
because that's a lesson that I want them. I want I want them to stand up for people mm-hmm. their entire lives for people who don't have voices. But I'm also grateful that they're they're <laughs> they're you know exercising their power right at this moment. Yeah. Uh, and sitting with them and hearing how articulate they are. Like oh my gosh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> I don't know if we can do what you want us to do. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll reflect on that and think about the resources that we have, what the best way to approach it is. Yeah. Um, but knowing that we have students like like that here that will stand up for each other, and when they don't, when they think something is not going the way that it should go to help students, that they will step forward and and uh, and take the heat. And I kind of felt bad because we had so many staff in the room, we outnumbered them. But it was because we, had, I'm like, oh, we're not ganging up on you. You know, there were. We wanted everyone to hear uh, what they had to say. Yeah. Um, I hope that came through. I hope it did. <laughs> but sitting around that table and seeing all the people, and they all, all those, st- those staff were there because they cared about yeah. the issue and they cared about the students. Everyone was there trying to meet the same goals. And knowing that, um, uh, you know, that happens every day. I'm sure it happens every day to you too, that even though people may disagree or be angry about something or just not do what you want them to do on the deadline you need them to do it <laughs> we know that that everybody has their heart in the right place mm-hmm. that each person is trying to either get an education and make their lives better or support students who are getting an education and improving their lives and that's a um, it's something that is a constant thread that I, that I see every day and I'm actually conscious of every day Wow, thank you. And I'm guessing you see the same thing with your colleagues, right? Even in call in conflict, you see that they're trying, they're trying to do the best they can to serve our students, even if we disagree about how to do that. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, we. um, um, I think everybody cares about their their students, and and you're right. We don't always agree on on the best way to serve our students. Um, I always enjoy the conversations around that though you know how how do we best serve our students um in 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 any number of what it's equitably um but i enjoy those conversations and and again i i don't always agree with my colleagues i know my colleagues don't always agree with me but i just really enjoy the, those conversations sitting down and trying to hash them out and trying to figure out how do we do it better Right, um, because I, I, I think I, I've been fortunate. I'm surrounded, like I said, I'm incredibly thankful for my work and for my colleagues and the people I work with every day. I think every single one of them cares deeply about the students. Um, but I, I, um, I value those. You know, we 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 do well. I think we do well in serving our students, but. Sometimes it's okay to challenge ourselves and to say, and to ask, how can we do it better? Right? What can we do better? We're doing well in this area. What can we do to improve? Um, and so for me, that's, as Cynthia will tell you, um, I have a habit of texting her and saying, hey, how about this? What if we do this? <laughs> Please not in the middle of the night. Yeah, she goes, no. Don't you ever not think about work? And I was telling my class today, um, I've found it more difficult in the last year to disconnect. Um, and, and, and again, it's, it's uh, I, I think that says more about 
my relationship with with my colleagues and my students and 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 the work and I, I value this work so much and it's always how can I do this better what, what about this what if we try this yeah. we haven't done this yep. um, and so for me I think is now at this point in the year sitting back sitting here with you and reflecting on it you know I, I'm thinking about that more mm-hmm. more so yeah mm-hmm. see higher ed is where you belong <laughs> <laughs> we're all trying to learn every day and if it's not in class, it's teaching the class. How do I do this better? Every, what can I learn? And if it's yeah. not teaching the class, it's managing the, all, all of the operations behind it. Like, yeah. if this is not, how can I learn to do this better? What can I, what, what new resources there? And, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and I'll, I'll, I always tell my students, I've been doing this for so long, but it always feels like I'm learning something new. Whether it's about sort of just the university itself, but... Certainly about my job and my relationships with them and, and the teaching aspect. And today in class, I was telling them, I apologize for some of my shortcomings and things that I don't do well. And um, But I tell them, you're lucky you have me now because five years ago, I was a little sketchy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so, I honestly do the same thing. I ran into a student like at the grocery store or something. He's like, I had you 10 years ago. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I got way better after that. <laughs> so Jose, we are, we are, I think, critical of ourselves and, and the work that we do. And, and, and I, I think we all, like you said, I think we all want to do better. And we're always asking, how can we better serve our students? Um, and I know Cynthia and I have those conversations almost daily. Right. How can we do better? What else can we do? And how to balance that, right? With the gratitude. Yes. Because you have to appreciate and be happy and grateful for where you are. Oh, yeah. And, what, and not be driven all the time by... Yeah. Oh, no, We need no, to make no. change, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... I think that what you say that if we have had you five years ago or like ten <laughs> years ago, it's totally understandable because, for example, myself, I'm not the same person I was five years ago and I'm probably not the same person I'm going to be five years from now on because we as humans, we change constantly by what we're surrounded of. Uh, maybe five years ago, you didn't have the same colleagues mm. or you had like a different mindset or what was happening in your life affected you in a different way. You're something things in a different way mm-hmm. and it just changes us we change on a daily basis maybe isn't, oh definitely isn't that amazing even at a molecular level it is mm-hmm. so cool so Cynthia we haven't heard from you about work what are you thankful <laughs> for in terms of your work I am thankful to be in an institution that allows change not just allows change but allows these conversations of how can we better students I think sometimes higher ed institutions are so ingrained in tradition and what they think academics is supposed to look like. But we are in a very unique university and we have the opportunity to shape the history of our university. And I'm so thankful to be a part of it and to have a supervisor that says, okay, we'll try it. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, okay, it didn't work. Let's try something else. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it gets so overwhelming, all of the ideas that like are generated and all the things we want to do. <laughs> and the only thing stopping us is ourselves. And that to me is so exciting. That's why. You know, that is a great, that's a great point because I've been in conversations multiple times with colleagues at other institutions as a faculty member I was saying you know I went uh you know I've been doing this and I've been doing this and they would say well how did you get approval to do that I don't even know what you're talking about (laughs) like I mentioned to my chair I want to do this thing and my department chair said oh okay (laughs) 
Um, and the same thing, uh, I was on a call uh, a few weeks ago with colleagues at other institutions, and they were talking about getting a new project started and how difficult it was uh, to work through their processes. I was like, uh, we're, we're good. We're started. <laughs> we're, we're there. We're ready to do new things and, inst and institute new ideas, having had a lot of practice in the last few years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I'm thankful for being at an institution that encourages to change um, I remember uh, it was like about a month and a half ago that you were telling us uh, how the school wants the, the wants the school to be more like a bilingual sort of thing because we here in the valley have a huge population of Hispanics um, and the fact that if the school were to be mainly on English it will be harder for people to pursue the careers they want and the, I, I think that the fact that we have classes offered in Spanish for non-English speakers, it's just great because it gives that opportunity of higher education to people that are not, uh, that don't know English that well. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jose. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we had, I know in class we had a good, um, there was about a week where we did a, a really neat exercise, right, where we talked about the university's call for transforming our world and we got to talk sit down and, and share some of those ideas um and i shared with you all I, i i don't know how many universities encourage this kind of work and so for me personally it was really exciting um i know listening to the ideas that you all had for me was was felt like such a privilege um and i know i ran back to a lot of my colleagues and i said oh my students have these great <laughs> ideas and they want to do this and this and this and so um and so no, I, I think to, to echo your point and your point and your point, right? Um, I do feel I'm, I'm thankful to be at an institution that encourages that, to, to think about how can we improve or how can we, you know, to borrow from the university, to how can we transform our world, right? Uh, I think in class we call it, right, transforming our community. Mm -hmm. um, but just to have that opportunity to engage in that conversation was incredibly fruitful for me, so... Uh, thank you to the institution. Thank you for to you all for uh, indulging me because it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. And I said, "Hey, let's jump on this. Let's, let's <laughs> there's this let's, there's this call." Yeah, let's. Um, and so, yeah, no, I, you know, I'm uh, really grateful and thankful for that. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? Closing. Anybody'd like to take us out, or anyone want to share anything else? I assume that. Some of your colleagues do the three, three grateful things with their students. Yes. Good, because yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's and I think it's worth mentioning because it's such a simple thing, but it can relieve depression. It can improve quality of life and your overall attitude. It takes practice, though. So the idea is right that you reflect on your day or your life at some particular time in the day. It helps you do it at the same time, so it becomes a hot habit. And you list out three things that you're grateful for. Have you heard this one before? No. You just, you just list them out. You can list them in a, in a journal or whatever, or put them on a whiteboard or something. And then to take the extra step of thinking about what, what it was that you did that contributed to that, that thing that you're thankful for. And if you do it on a regular basis, it becomes more habitual to be 
grateful. Mm-hmm. And, be, and exercising gratitude on a regular basis actually makes people happier overall and has health benefits, all kinds. And it's such a little thing, you know, yeah. 30 seconds a day can improve quality of life. It's just, it's, it's so little. It's so much easier than exercise. No, I'm just not. <laughs> you should also exercise. It's not a replacement for exercise, but at least it only takes 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> we do it at the dinner table with my daughter. She's five, so she has to think of, you know, what we do one, because, you know, it's hard enough to think, for her to think of one sometimes. Um, and then it's like, okay, why? Why did you pick that? And so she has to, like, think about, like, why? And then, like, my mom, it's so hard to get her to, like, cooperate and stuff like that. So she'll try to, like, say what my daughter says. She'll be like, no, 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 it has to be a different one. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but that's how we know. Like, every time we sit around at dinner, that's the first thing we're going to do. And it's helped. Oh, good for you. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think getting to the point from earlier, right? How do we take this such a wonderful time of the year where we get to reflect and share these things? How do we make it just a part of our daily lives where we can think about what is it that we're grateful for and how do we contribute or why is that why is that significant? I think is incredibly powerful. Like like you said, just as just as if not more important than exercising. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so, um, exercise for the soul. Exercise That's for the right. perfect. Yes, yeah, beautiful. Um, anything else? The last one. Well, thank you for giving us the, this the opportunity today. No, thank you. Thank you for joining me um, and joining us in this conversation. Thank you, all of you. Um, this concludes this episode of the FY podcast. Um, tune in next time um, when we'll talk about something else. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for joining us. <laughs> bye bye.